The bliss of the abyss, it's here now. Hello there, welcome to another episode of The Bliss of the Abyss. This week on the podcast, I have my very good friends, the original pod members, Christopher and Indra Neelan. Uh, these guys were on the show about a year ago, and it was one of um, the most popular episodes, and they've been requested to come back, so back they are. Before I dive in, because it's a really fun episode, lots of craziness and just hilarity and interesting things, um, but there was a problem. One of the cables was a bit loose, and so that means that Indy's audio sounded like this. Quite far from the <laughs> gentleman. Yeah, don't make him laugh. <laughs> Every time you laugh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you'll have so, to do. Luckily enough, as I was recording with three microphones, you can hear him. He's just not quite as crystal clear as me and Christopher, and that's not because we are trained actors with great diction. Uh, it's because I'm having to use the background audio from our microphones to play him. Um, otherwise, you'd just be hearing that. Uh, so, sorry he's a little bit quiet, although he's a least interesting one anyway. Um, but... Nevertheless, I still, having listened to the episode, think it does hold up, and uh, and it's a it's a good time at the movies. So put your feet up and settle in for the pod. Cruise Hill is the most amazing place that I've ever been to in my entire life. Tell tell the people what Cruise Hill is. Right, so Cruise Hill is this like bit of kind of London which is like right on the edge of Enfield really yeah it's, it's like the, it's it's honest it's where London ends yes I, arguably London has already ended arguably, by the time already, I mean, you get the, the, to... post, the postcodes now say EN so you've, that is uh, you've crossed fields by the time you get to... <laughs> you're certainly on the edge of them yeah. anyway you get to Cruise Hill and all of a sudden you're in the you're on this long 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 road that has nothing on it but garden centres shed centres Paving centres, pet shops. It, it's like it's like nothing I've ever seen in my entire life. I've seen garden centres. I come from the country. It's like London has even managed to do garden centres better than the country. It's incredible. It's incredible. Well, the thing is, we took them all and put them on one long road. Obviously, you can't pack them in like a high street. Yes. We yes. made a high street of outdoor huge shops. Yes. We yeah. Did. Well, I mean, I'd love to have been in the meeting because it was a really, really good idea. Yeah. <laughs> well done, guys. That's what yeah, you're going to This, this, is, this is perfect. If you need something, go to Cruise Hill. Now, yeah. you strike me as the kind of guy that, that loves wholesale and. If you could buy in bulk, that would be a good for you. Well, I mean, I tell you what, I, I mean, obviously, yes. I mean, uh, <laughs> let's start. Only, there. only certain things, screws, uh, nails, uh, uh, things like that. You know, things, that you, things, things, things that you need to fill the shed with because they always run out when you need them. Um, <laughs> but I will say, the height, the best thing about Cruise Hill are the people that are selling sheds. Why? What you're talking about? You go to this place and it's, you know, X amount of hundreds of square feet and they've just got all the sheds set up. And you so go, you can get in, you can walk you around, can you can see how the door goes, see the height clearance. You can see everything. This is, like, it's, it's important, this, because mm. there are certain products that are just large, right? And you, yep. when you go do your regular shopping, if you decide you want something, you quite like to go to a shopping, like, oh, there'll be like 50 of them there. Yeah. And I can choose. I yeah. can have a look between yeah. all. Where do you go for large products? I know. You can't. Like, well, this is what the department store was always for, wasn't it? Like when I was buying a new bed, I was like, "Fuck, 
Yeah. Do I use one of these internet companies? No, and then one comes and I'm like, I've never actually fucking tried this bed out. Yeah. And yeah. I just lie on it. I'm like, this is shit and it cost me 800 quid. Yeah. yeah, no, you need to go to a place that has all the beds set up. And if there's not enough space, you get to a, a shop and there's like five beds there. Yeah, you're and you're like, like really? Am I really? Am I really getting a good view of what's Yeah, there? this is a full market comparison, <laughs> is yeah. it? Five beds. Yeah. And the you lie on all of them, they're shit. <laughs> and the worst thing about getting into... Uh, department stores and their layouts of large goods is that as a child yeah. I distinctly remember absolutely hating uh, being going being brought shopping uh, uh, yeah, to go and buy large items laid out in a department store yeah yeah hated it with I did all as well. of my heart yeah well yeah. often you'd have to like walk through the toy department and be yeah. like come on guys uh, yeah. we're gonna carry on walking uh, and this ju- is where it's at and you're jumping on the sofas and your mum's going don't jump on the sofas yeah, yeah but it's all sofas <laughs> there's nothing else here and yet you know the, the shop that I remember from being a kid and being like oh I really love going there oh my god it's the aquatic centre on Cruise Hill well what turtles, a, fish? Yeah. What are you it's talking? The, Piranhas? Yeah, all the fish tanks. Yeah, but that's just beautiful, like all these yeah. different. Yeah, but that's not the fish tanks. The big ones in ponds with a giant fish that will come up to you and nibble your fish. Yeah, fully that's, agree. But, that's, but that's obviously great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if anything, I wonder if the pet shop market in Cruise Hill sprung up solely due to the demands of small people being dragged around. Right. Um, in the they, same way, they need to capitalise on In the, the same way, there's a Mahusif garden uh, centre there, which has restaurant and play centre. And I was like, yes. Mm-hmm. Brilliant. Because they know the yeah. problem, uh, which is that the little people, little people go mental. <laughs> I do think as a little person, I might have enjoyed the shed area. Uh, lots yeah, of probably. Hiding. You've kind of always been into that stuff anyway. But, no, really? Well, you, he was already getting out his tape measure, being like, you know what, yeah. one day. Yeah, I mean, I, I, that's a small asterisk uh, on that. I, I, I don't entirely know that if that's untrue. I feel it is. But no, the potential for hide and seek in yeah. a shed centre is Huge. very, very high. Yeah. yeah. High potential for getting in trouble as well. Yeah. Um, but, but if you've got other kids with you, you're kind of yeah. safe. Yeah. And obviously, I was one of, one of five, so there was always. Yeah. You know, and there was always one that was naughtier. Mm. <laughs> was, uh, when did you first experience IKEA? Uh, as a kid, when did go, I first if, if experience you're going to a shop IKEA? With the idea of playing hide and seek, then IKEA has got to be a mecca. I think, I unfortunately, feel like it was kind of new for us growing up. Yeah, even I, though it already existed, obviously. Yeah, IKEA came pretty late in the game. I think it came late in the game, right? Yeah. I actually, no, I, I didn't go till I was already a man. I think <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm saying. I think I, like, think I yeah. might have been teens. I was dragged along, I, and I was like, "What is this?" Well, I was almost thirty. Yeah, <laughs> fucking hell. Yeah, no, I that think, is late to the game. I think by the time I was going around in IKEA, I was actually trying to furnish one's own home. Oh, really? Yeah. Same yeah. for you. Yeah, or, or rather, one's own uh, tenant flat. Yeah. But yeah, that's not to say you can't play hide and seek as well. Yeah, but <laughs> IKEA, IKEA, it's frowned upon. IKEA is one of those places where the first time you go, you absolutely love the linear layout. Like, this is fantastic. Yeah. You can see everything, and now you're already like, "Fucking hell! I have what I need. I just want to go and pay for it yeah. now." Yeah. yeah, the arrows never quite point you in the right direction. Yeah, you're like, "Okay, oh, and there's a shortcut through there, is it?" And you go in, and you're like, "Oh, what is yeah. this?" <laughs> you follow an arrow on the floor. You know, if you follow the arrows, you will get out. Yeah. You also know it will take you a long time. Yeah. And you make that mistake and you, and you strike <laughs> dead for where you think the oh. exit is. There's an That's going to be worse. And like three hours later, you find an arrow again. You know what it's like? It's a type of knowledge I realise I've lost, which is knowledge of the tube in that oh, I know where to get on, no. I know where to get off, I know where to wait on a platform, I know the shortcuts at various stations. That's gone. Yeah, dude. I'm going to these stations, I'm like, uh, yeah. shit. 
What now? I completely, I completely agree. And with I you. just follow the the arrows. Yeah. And it takes me ages. We all know that at King's Cross, you oh, don't follow the arrows. Don't follow the arrows. You go the old way. And, exactly. And, and but you have to know. And I, the other day I did it. I was like, I've gone the new way. <laughs> See, it happens it takes, to you. It takes so long. It takes so what long. Do <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I can only presume they send us, they send people that way because it's wider and less people die. Yeah. In the, in it's the, dealing the with with the traffic flow but, surely, yeah, which old... now feels empty and whistled. I yeah. just always imagine <laughs> that they send people that way because they spend a lot of work trying to make that tunnel, and then we're like, yeah. come and see my new tunnel. Yeah. Yeah. No. The the New way, which probably isn't new now, is it? Because we're all a few old. years in. Uh, yeah, I, I, I think the new way was put in in 2012. Uh, uh, There's the new ones, which is brand new, just yesterday, I think. New tube stations have opened. Where? Let's see if they're any good. Two new stops, an extension of the Northern Line. I fucking love tubes. I'm such a nerd for tubes. Whoa, 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 where's this? After Kennington, Nine Elms, Battersea Power Station. What? Two brand new tube stations. What? Yep. Is that on the... Uh, yeah, because you know how the northern line it ends at Kennington, and then you have to cross over, and the branch goes down. Yeah. So Stockwell and all of those right, things. Right. Now that one carries on. And it curves yeah. Back and no. it curves out no. east. Yes, yeah, east. Yeah. Nine Elms and Battersea Power Station. No, it can't be. Can't it be. is east. It can't is east. Battersea's west. Battersea's west. Yeah. Of, of where? There's no definitive Battersea is west. The, of the rest of the northern line. Not from Kennington, no. My it's geography east. might it's be completely east. fucked up. It's east. New ground. It's east. Okay, it might be east. I mean, it but, is. but here's another fine example of my my geography of London was basically based solely on the tube. I was, mm. I was about uh, and to say that if you start fucking up with the tube line, you feel like fucking with the tube line. Yeah. You really mess up Londoners. Well, have you seen the actual geographical tube map? Mm. Yeah, it's mental. So yeah, but that's exactly the point. That's yeah. why you might be like, "That's not east, is it?" It's no, like, exactly. no, but yeah. it is it because is it goes, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. it's fascinating and fun seeing that map, and then I instantly forget it. Yeah, go back to imagining. Like, <laughs> the I think the only, the only, the only, the only reason that doesn't excite me is I'm sure the only reason it's been done is because Battersea Power Station has now become a yeah. soulless uh, block of apartments and, and multi-million and, and high street shops. Absolutely, yeah. So now it's 15 minutes from the centre uh, of London. Yeah, which is a bit... Because so. Battersea Power Station is awesome. Yeah. And it's shit that it's now not awesome. Uh, the be- There's some cool stuff there, though. What? 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 Like a cool stuff you can find somewhere else? Like a, cool, what, cool like stuff a fashion, you can find somewhere else. fashion retailer? Yeah. No. Okay. I don't think fashion retailers are cool. <laughs> no, exactly. So what's cool there? There's a cinema in one of the old oh, arches. We've got cinemas. And this one is way more expensive. This is, The problem with everything in Battersea Arches is it's 10 times more expensive because it's right there and it's super new. Oh, in the arches. Hipster. Okay, well, that, that sounds... So they've redone fun. all the arches, yeah, yeah, which okay, are cool, a, but everything's yeah. overpriced. And the, the power station itself is like opening in bits and pieces. Right, right. Because the best, the best idea for, for Battersea Power Station was... I, I don't even know how seriously it was being considered, but when they were talking about Chelsea... Turning, oh, taking... into, turning into a football uh, How would football they have ground. done that, though? Well, they didn't. So, presumably, it was cons- it was decided to be too difficult. Yeah. But I was like, yes! That, that would be ex- cool. That is exactly the sort of thing that should be done with Battersea Power Station, rather than houses and shops. It was always going to be houses oh, and shops. Houses. Everything not, is houses and shops. Also, not even houses. I think that something... something oh, during, no, no. Flat. Something during lockdown was like, I bought my brilliant new glass-based uh, apartment in Battersea Power Station. Luxury. And now, Luxury. during lockdown, it's really, really hot and there's nothing nearby. Hey, the weird yeah. thing about... Sorry, Indy, I interrupted you. Go after me. The weird thing about walking... Go after me. I, I'm already talking. The weird thing, because I was there the other day, walking around, they have loads of estate agents, right? Obviously, realtors, yeah. right? Because it's all for sale. Every advert looks the same. Because yeah. they're just built just prefab. 
The only difference is it's like floor eight, floor three, and it's like a couple more hundred thousand, and everything is just just boilerplate, just bam, bam, bam. I, bam. I uh, uh, oh no, sorry, we went for indie. Well, the, yeah. the only problem with this is that you know you live in uh, in Brixton, I live in Turnpike Lane. But what's my address? Uh, <laughs> no idea. <laughs> Honestly, no idea. I know where it, what it looks like. It ends, it, it ends, it ends in a crescent, and oh, there's. Oh, yes, it <laughs> <laughs> I could describe it perfectly. But, but we live in both of these areas, and whilst they do still have character, Brixton more than Turnpike Lane, I think, yeah. the fact is, over the, over the last decade or more, Turnpike Lane has added cafes and shops. Yep. And I'm loving it, because the area is nicer. <laughs> so it's all very well for me to complain that Battersea Power Station has lost its character and now has more shops. Yeah, but the character it's got is well shit, bro. Yeah, but as far as... I, I, the Turnpike Lane character's been lost as well. It's just nice. Yeah, because yeah. it used to be... The thing is with Battersea Power Station is it was a big fucking plot of land yeah. with nothing going on. Yeah. Pretty near to central London. Yeah. And the, the idea for the tube line has been in the pipeline for ages. So if yeah. you're a developer, it's one of the biggest development sites it's in Europe. It's pretty funny if they conceived of and finished that tube line before Crossrail. They have. <laughs> Which is amazing. They, they were building Crossrail when I first came to that London. Yep. Back in the year 2008. Oh, and, imagine and, the time. And the Crossrail, or the Elizabeth line, oh, fuck still doth not exist. Yeah. yeah. Do you think they're still working on it, or they're just like, no one cares well, anymore? Yeah, <laughs> so it's all just to pump up the housing market. Yeah, as, it is. As soon as they it build it, is. the prices will start rising. Yeah. So we know how good it is. But the thing yeah. is, as well, like they completely ruined... Um, Tottenham Court Road. That used to be lovely. Um, yeah, when I made first it came, so weird. When I first came to that London, that crossing, uh, uh, Tottenham Court Road was fantastic. It had a really good chippy on the corner. Oh. It, no, it did. It did. Dionysus. Really, really, I, I remember we used to go there all right, the time. It, it was had good kebabs as well. It was fantastic. Well. There was a really good nightclub, Sin, which was like a, a rock nightclub, which from, from having been out in the sticks where such a thing doesn't exist, mm. nightclubs equal, you know, normal dance music yeah. to suddenly go to a rock nightclub I was like shit and then like within two months of me coming to London it was yeah. pulled down knock it all down so they completely ruined Tottenham Court Road of course and there's no cross rail no and that's why and that's why they did it but in theory there's cross rail in the, in the, the east west line yeah why has it got to be called the Elizabeth line why does everything new have to be some kind of like royal great British bollocks. Yeah. It's yeah. always that. Well, I mean, do we have to brand everything that way? Well, Presumably, I feel because like if it wasn't, it would be the Etihad line. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's right. He's completely you know correct. He's You're completely right. correct. That would be worse. Okay, what was it? Fair the, what, was it the, the what, was, what was it? The Fly Emirates cable car. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, uh, it's actually on the network, so yeah, yeah that's took proves, you from proves no, everything. Which took, yeah. from, took you from somewhere you didn't want to be in the first place to yeah. somewhere you didn't want to go to. Yeah. <laughs> No one's in taking that slow. in a very slow way. <laughs> but you can look over the river yeah. at these that deprived areas. Part of the river, <laughs> yeah. east of the Docklands, yeah. that everyone wants to see. What is it? It's like Canning Town on one end and like no, Greenwich or something area. on the other. No one goes to either of them. No. Especially people from Greenwich aren't trying to get to Canning Town. No, they're like, I'm going to stay in Greenwich. Thank you very much. There's an island. There's a stop on the island. It's called Mud Shoot. <laughs> I know. That's what they Should we? Stuff after I, I understand, my lord, that this place is named because of its function, but should we change it? <laughs> no, of course not. That would be stupid. Yeah, what's wrong with Mudshoot? 
I, I, I do hear you, my lord, in which case... What do you call that over there? I'll, I'll, the mud's coming down. I'll put it on the posters then, shall I? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and tart it up as well. Make it look nice. Yeah. <laughs> Make that mud shine. I haven't really heard of marketing purposes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But then there's like one part, there's, there's a station after it called like Cyprus, and then there's one called like yes, I've India wanted... or something. Yeah, yeah. It's like, well, India like, makes what? sense to me, because presumably once upon a time, things would have been received from India. Is, is that Cyprus. East India Dock or near East India Dock? Well, I don't know. Probably is right near Eastern Europe. Yeah, I mean, and actually, to be fair, Cyprus is that way. Yeah, but... And like, the I, shipping I, lanes... The rest of the... But, yeah. my, yeah. And my everything's sh- that way, really. The rest of the empire is that way. <laughs> my, my, my challenge... We call it empire, <laughs> My challenge to your, to your glib resignation of why it's called Cyprus is that I don't know that there was a major trade route... <laughs> To and from Cyprus. What's Cyprus got a big production of? Olives? Well, no, nah, well, this is the thing. Cyprus has been mainly historically uh, valued, indeed, prized, not for its actual uh, economic output, but for its perceived beauty right. and status as a jewel in your empire's crown. Well, a, a strategic location as well, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's but, right there in the Med, that, so you've got that, access to everything. But yeah, but it was never like... It, never, it was. Ne- in, I don't know, people used to fight, people have fought over... Uh, yeah. uh, Britain uh, hired it off the Ottomans. What? Uh, yeah, we hired it off the what, Ottomans. As a holiday destination. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just because it was beautiful. <laughs> yeah, no, the Britain... <laughs> The British Empire. Hey, uh, loan us your Cyprus, yeah, yeah. will you? Yeah, like yeah. A piece, we, like a piece of art. Yeah, we hired. <laughs> and clearly, we're great at giving. Oh, I've got. Back, I've so got to tell you about the piece of art thing. Exactly. Carry on. We we loaned it, or they loaned it to us, and then basically, when the First World War broke out, we we're like, oh well, the people who've loaned it to us, we're now at war with. Mm. And then so they might just hold on to it. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> awkward, should we say? Yeah. And then the Ottoman Empire collapsed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So uh, you know. And in the same yeah. way, and why there's a lot. Quite, in. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not going to go into a big history of Cyprus right here, right now. But one, one of the too late. The cause of much of the trouble in Cyprus is that so, uh, and after the collapse of the Ottoman Empire, there was a big nationalist surge for the, the a Hellenic nationalist surge. You know, Greek peoples wanted to be united under Greece. Most of the island even though they were owned by the Ottoman Empire were Hellenic in culture and everything else and they all and you know when the peace treaties were drawn up uh, they gave them all to Greece except for Cyprus mm. Britain Britain quite liked yeah, Cyprus we'll keep that one uh, and so we'll, we'll, we'll keep that one please yeah. thank you it's lovely and as you can imagine that was not very popular with the Hellenic nationalist movement is that how the on line the got drawn down the middle of it no we are doing it are we <laughs> right uh, so <laughs> We, we won't don't go, have to. We won't go too far into it. Essentially, yeah, uh, gr- uh, the Hellenic uh, terrorists causing lots of trouble for the British. The British were like, this is a bugger. We don't really want to be fighting a terrorist campaign in Cyprus. Uh, they were like, hang on a minute. We'll apply the old divide and rule. Uh, and so they uh, they uh, basically appoint, uh, re- recruited, employed uh, people into the police and the army f- who were of Turkish descent. Therefore, when the terrorists took action and they were essentially killing people of Turkish descent, which basically, you know... Lit the fire. Lit, under, the, yeah. lit the fire of an ethnic conflict that yeah. didn't actually exist before. Right. They, they genuinely lived pretty... Well, peace, peacefully. Yeah. Uh, lit the fires of an ethnic uh, uh, conflict, which is eventually why we end up in a situation where people are getting killed in the street... Turkey and there's invade, a hard and border. there's a border. Yeah, hard yeah. border. There. All because of the British. Now, so what I'm with, saying here, India, I, will, exactly. I don't know, but yeah, is well, it? Definitely Sri Lanka. Yeah, and yeah. Pakistan with yeah. the remember I mean, East and West Pakistan, which is now Bangladesh. Okay. What I've just yeah. said. What I've just said, by the way, will 
uh, make 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 Greek Cypriot and Turkish Cypriot listeners extremely furious because that yes, version it's... of history they don't like at all. Yeah, the, the 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 one version the version they like is that the other the other side was a bastard. Yeah, but of course. The, well, that's the, but the, the, the version the actually is that Britain Britain were bastards. Britain, Britain divided and ruled ruled them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, have you have you ever seen that video? And I I know we're more complicated than than crows and cats, but there's a video of um, these two cats that are kind of like kind of existing with each other but you know what cats are like they're not like naturally hanging out with other cats they're kind of like you know you stay over there and i'll stay over here kind of thing but these crows decide to fuck with them so there's like three crows and what they'll do is they'll go around the back of the cat and just kind of peck at the cat a bit and that forces the cat closer to the other cat no and then they do that to the other one and then when one cat's looking the other way the crow pets him and then flies off and the cats start fighting incredible and they're like oh you fucking bastard i'll kill you and then they separate and the crows start doing it amazing. again they're just fucking with yeah, them amazing because you can just hijack their but anyway that thing you said about art did you know you know um do you know what salvatore mundi is no it's the most expensive piece of art ever bought at auction. Right. $450 million. This is a painting. It's a painting by Leonardo da Vinci. It shows Christ going like this. And it was, it's got a crazy Rob story where it was fingers. like, yes, thank you very much. Good. Uh, it was like, it was like painted over at one point and they had to like peel off layers of it. And um, Abu Dhabi, I think. No, du- the Louvre in Dubai. Okay. okay. Is it Abu Dhabi Louvre? Yeah. Okay. They won. They bought it. And they were like, we're going to display it. And uh, it never got displayed. And the word is that Mohammed bin Salman has it on his yacht. By the way, his yacht cost $330 million. So this painting on the yacht is worth more than the fucking super yacht itself. But the reason I'm telling this story is because Bill Gates hired it for two weeks. Guess Guess how much the weekly cost was to hire it. I, I mean, I, I, I can't even guess. I mean, a, a hundred million. <laughs> no. I mean, that would be stupid. No. Into the millions, though. Yep. It did cost millions. It cost four hundred fifty million to buy the artwork, so oh, it's going to be a hundred million a week. He, so he, 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 he just rented it from the from, painting. The painting was oh. four hundred fifty million dollars. How much was it to rent it per week? This is including what? Where was it flown to? Was it actually delivered to, to, to Bill Gates's house? Yep. In America. Yep. Wow. Couriered back and forth. Gosh. What would you pay? Just to have it for a couple oh, of weeks. Salvatore Mundi on the wall. <laughs> Fuck that piece of <laughs> shit. Can I have the money, please? Yeah. <laughs> $5 million a week. It's like, yeah, a couple of weeks. Yeah. I think that's pretty reasonable, given the, <laughs> given the, uh, given the cost of the what's asset. $5 million between billionaires? I mean, yeah. Well, I what mean, is it? So that would be 90 weeks, you, you'd get the full price of it, right? Yeah, dude, that guy can make a killing renting out uh, Salvatore <laughs> Mundi. <laughs> Born on a Friday, yeah. yeah, weird, huh? Yeah, well, I mean, that is the sort of uh, hyper wealth that I will never be be dealing in. Have you been, current... You've not been aiming towards it, to be no, fair, as far no. as I can tell. I mean, I've currently been ruminating over whether to to buy a balance bike for my son or rent it uh, a month. Uh, that now I now it feels like I should just <laughs> stop talking to myself and just, just do the first thing that turns up. Now the balance bike is the one where there's no pedals. They just kind of they are mental for it. The kids. Yeah, Ooh. they love it. They just get to run on it, yeah. but it's a bike. Why they're... didn't you just buy it? They can't be that expensive. Well, because they grow out of them. 
And actually, no, you, you tell like if you <laughs> and then you rent it to Gates. You yeah. you look online, there's look there's online, visual, and see how much the the frog, aid for the listeners. Look how much it seems entirely shocked and outraged that this was even suggested. <laughs> he really does. He literally leapt up in his chair. The whole Cypress history contentious. No, no he just breezed through that. Yeah. But buying a balance bike. What look am I how looking much up? the frog balance bike is. Balance bike frog. As in, it's made in the shape of frog? Indeed, guess how much the balance bike is. This is a child's balance bike, which they will inevitably grow out of. It looks like it's about this high. It, it is about that high. Rob had his hand one foot from the ground. <laughs> guess how much? I don't know why it's, we're just guessing just a, how much. It's just a random thing in the shape of a frog. No, no, no. no, no. no. It's one of those bikes that doesn't have pedals, it's so just, they just, just run a, it's just a brand, and let go. It's a brand, the company is frog. Branded, who knows? I've never heard of the brand, but I'm gonna assume it's something. Neither would I. It can't be more than a hundred quid. Two ten. Two ten. That is that is scandalous. And what's weird is that there's like a Halford's own one, which is eighteen quid. Yeah, you say ooh, but it's it's a balance (laughs) bike. There's not. It's not like. Can you buy the Halford's one? Get a frog sticker off eBay. Slap it on, yeah. jobs are good. I'm, I'm are, we, the one... are we still talking about Handyman Chris? Why are you not building him one? It's oh, like... well, building oh. a bone shaker. It's basically a bone shaker, which yeah. was the first bike, I believe. Um, uh, what? The, the first bone, bike? The bone shaker. Yeah, was the first. Well, first ever bike. Yeah, I mean, obviously, uh, the, 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 asterisk, the asterisk might. Right, hence. The aster- yeah, exactly, yeah, it's all wood and. Uh, <laughs> and it was a push bike, there was no pedals. Right. Um, the asterisk I put on first, it might be first that was available, uh, but, you know, for right. popular purchase or whatever, because I'm sure, sure some guy came up with it first and he just called it his 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 two wheels. Yeah, um, right, exactly. Uh, yeah, the bone shaker was the first bike, and yeah, it's basically that. But, but yeah. But with the uh, rubberized tyre so that you don't shake your bones quite as much. Now. Why did they ever come up with the penny farthing? Was that just like a show-off thing, do you reckon? Well, it's gears. Yeah, but it's shit, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I still don't understand how you get on and off one. You, you know, sort of have to... No, like, you, have to, you, have to, you, have to you have to climb up. You have to, and then you, you have, have to, to kind of like go straight away. Cause yeah, if you have to, you're cli- you have to st- climb up a thing and get on it. So you can so you can only get off if you get to another penny farthing. <laughs> 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 That's no, a good yeah, point. But, yeah, but, don't forget, but don't forget, that was actually not unusual. For example, if you go to an old pub, you will often see... At the back of the old pub, you'll see some stone steps going seemingly to nowhere. And what that was, was you would clog up the stone steps to get on the back of your horse. Right. Um, so there was a precedent for having things that could allow you to get being, onto things. Right. Yeah. So that's why they came up with the penny yeah. farthing. And because of gears. Yeah. So well, yeah. are you saying gears arrived first on the penny farthing? Well, no, because it didn't have gears, but it's the same principle as in a single revolution of, of one, your pedal. Because yep. it's an absolute mahoosive yeah. wheel. Yeah. Takes you right, a long right. way. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. But did they have to make it quite so big? I know, I know. <laughs> and also, did they have to go quite so fast? <laughs> like, it's like, really? You needed to go so fast? You needed this massive wheel? Well, it's, it's interesting because the exact, like, that size could be varied completely. So the exact yep. side they finished on was where they thought the perfect balance was. Right. Yeah. Like, Which the front it, it, one is like the yeah. size of an apple, and the yeah. back one is like a monster truck. But again, no, no, the, the but again, you see, there might there might be other things involved. I don't oh yeah, think sorry, yeah, of course, of course. But there might be other things involved. Which is, well, actually, in a world where people were like on horses and on carts, maybe it was advantageous to be up high because then you, you can be seen on the road and people can see you. Right. Was, you can't you be know, the low rider. Yeah. Because yeah. you know, you know, when you're in the car point. and there's one of them smug cunts that comes along on those little tiny yes. lean back bikes. Yes. Yeah. There's like two foot off the Fuck ground. Those and you're like, I cannot see you. You're going to die here. <laughs> yes. yeah. What? He's got, is, he's got what, a little so flag on the back you so you can what see him. Yeah. With a penny farthing that I've just realised. What? You can hijack someone's horse. 
You're at the same level, oh, just kick them off. In midstream, yeah, <laughs> cycling along, <laughs> and then jump over. Yeah. Sure, you lose the penny farthing, but you but, gain a horse. Yeah, well, I, yeah. valuable horses, obviously. Is yeah. the horse Pass a shitty horse without right. touching that. It has to be a thoroughbred. The yeah. problem, of course, is the, the horse might not like you, and then you're dealing with trying to tame a horse. That's true. Which is pretty hard. Yeah. If they want you off of them. They're pretty big, aren't they, horses? They're fucking huge. It's 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 a really weird thing when you see a real life horse. Yeah. And you're like, oh, you you used to be the friend of my people. And you I know they, if I was born in the past, I'd have been extremely they, au fair they are with you. So important to humans, yeah. Ah, dude, yeah. And they sleep yeah. standing up with their eyes open and only for three hours a day. With their eyes open. Yes. Are they alert? <laughs> Semi-alert. No. They never, like, they don't go into deep sleep ever. What a horrible... Do they do something like sleep horrible. after their brain? Or? No, that's dolphins. That's dolphins. I wanted to... <laughs> you wanted to make horse. sense of the craziness yeah. of the horse. horse just Three hours, sleep. that's it. What Other than that, they're awake. What a horrible life of indenture they've led. Mm. Like, yeah. they've been enslaved by the human race. You know, the, the, everything is that they have to get broken in. Yeah, it's, it's a rough verb, isn't and then, it? Have you read Black Beauty? Heartbreaking. Yeah, and then they don't even get to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> you rest now, you rest. Yeah. You're standing there at like elbow height to the horse, looking up and going, so I tell you where to go, right? Let's yeah. get this. And in effect, he's like, yes. Because <laughs> yeah. you've completely destroyed his free will. But. No. Why is it that you can completely dominate that animal's consciousness? Not very intelligent. Because it's not that intelligent. Well, versus other animals that are... are I mean, so by the yeah, way... Yeah, you so, can do that with yeah, an emu. Well, this is going to piss you right off, Rob. Great. Because I'm therefore going to say, does that actually mean, quantifiably, that the cat is more intelligent than the dog? No. Well, well how are we defining intelligence? Well, by the ability to tame it. Hmm... I mean, the crow is intelligent as, and would pass in tests of being able to solve puzzles and yep. dick to other animals. Yeah, and I don't know of many that. people that have tamed the crow. I'm not no. sure you can tame a crow, can exactly. you? Exactly. You can parrot, though. You can, And yeah. they're incredibly intelligent. Are they? You can or do, yeah. yeah. They yes, don't they talk. Are. Yeah, they do. No, they don't talk. They don't repeat. Indy, get the videos up! No, they don't talk. They just repeat phrases. No, they, they don't only... I know the verb to parrot. They don't only parrot things. No. Yep. Well, you Look up Alex the Grey Parrot. Ale well, you mean Alex he the Grey... He solved math problems. Yeah, they have, they're meant to have the intelligence of a small child, about three or four. Okay, well, I mean... You don't believe me, I can see, but yeah. that's the truth. Yeah. Because, you know, I mean, obviously, we all know that birds are really, really smart, but obviously, we all know that crows are super fucking smart. Yeah. But for the same example, owls be fucking dumb, bruv. Yes. Um, and, now, so and this is what I meant about intelligence. It's like, owls are dumb, but you know what they're really good at doing? Catching Hunting. Lice. Yeah. And that requires quite a lot of coordination. Yeah. That's a type of intelligence. And you have to be like, you have to make your move, you have to swoop, you have to be very precise. Yeah. You have to be silent before that. So the type of intelligence a cat has is not the same as a dog, because a dog's not a hunter in that way. Can I also point out that when you train a dog, ideally, it does what it does, it problem solves, it does its tasks, because it wants to please you and, and yeah. bond with you. Yeah. The dog. Whereas I'm not sure the same can be said as much of a horse. On a horse, it might be doing it because you've trained it, and it knows it, it just has to do that. So you mean the, the, the dog has an idea that it's in the gang? Yeah, the, the, the uh. dog is making a choice to do that more. I suppose it does have a pack mentality and thus it's probably just like, well, yeah. this is what the pack is doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. less so with the horse, yeah. much less so with the cat. Yes. And people yes. do train cats, but like, 
Only with catnip. <laughs> <laughs> He's on the nip again. <laughs> only, they can only train cats by essentially turning them to addicts. <laughs> it's quite good. It's quite good that catnip just addicts, works on cats. Addicts, because an addict is a is a, Ch- a Charlton fan. Uh, right, the addicts, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Chris. I mean, I'm just going. Look, I'm on the radio. I've got to make sure that my diction is is on point. So I noticed in my last recording, a bit lazy in places. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Sloppy. I would say I am on dog's side, but also <laughs> they. If you see a dog being traded at many times, they're just addicts for their little treats as well. Dogs, absolutely. Yeah, you basically have to yeah. have treats to what train them. What surprised was me is how little those treats can be, and they <laughs> yeah. do whatever you want to get yeah. this tiny grain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and they go, yeah. just completely but demolish it. Don't enjoy it. Full bowl of meat in the evening. And yet, yeah. the horse. When you train the horse, it's way less driven by food. You don't well, have I get, to. Just a little bit of sugar. A little bit, but. Yeah. Not as much. It's not like everything is rewarded and reinforced. I get. The, I guess the amount of things. No, I was about to say the amount of things they can do is less. But if you've Horse seen the dancing. dressage, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. thank you very much. I have to hold my hand. I don't know exactly what you have to do to train a horse. So I don't know how I'm much. Dude, you, you have to do lots of. You have to send them ra- the corral. Yeah. You have to send them round and round and round. Yeah. You have to like, like making them do what you want. You have to. You have to much there's the bits as well. They have, have to. You have to look at them and all sorts. Yeah. It's a bit more corporal punishment involved. Yeah. Yeah. The dog is more positive reinforcement, isn't yeah. it? The, the well, horse I mean, is a bit more... Again, not historically. Historically, no. you'd be a dick to a dog. Yeah, and it would, and just... it would do... More and it, you... would, it would quiver when you walked in the room. Yeah, uh, and you'd yeah. be like, good. Yeah. Now go and fetch me my slippers. And it would. Yeah. And it would go get your <laughs> slippers. Yeah. Pretty good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the good old days. Yeah. I've never been, I've never been a man that's lived with uh, any large pet. Yeah. So they're all quite alien to me. Uh, the largest we ever did was a rabbit, and uh, yeah. Did you form a bond with the rabbit? No, not at all, <laughs> not at all, at all. No, it. I, I, I feel actually really sorry for the rabbit because it died alone, really. <laughs> what? We did though, didn't it? Like, why didn't anyone else love it though? Because what like, happened? Because, well, my mum fed it? it and kept it alive, but obviously we as we as a fleet of boys yeah. went from liking the rabbit to being like, ah, you just know, get a companion rabbit. It's the yeah, just a solo like a rabbit. House rabbit. Well, no. Yeah, but a rabbit for the other rabbit, yeah, so they could have a buddy. Yeah, well, no, and indeed, if I were to get a rabbit, I might get a companion rabbit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But, uh, although my partner has a terrible story, uh, which is that she, well, not she, but her brother, they had a rabbit in that London, scary that London, and one time he went out to feed the rabbit, and a fox had got at it and decapitated it. Yeah. And he sort of came in, sort of said. For the record. There are foxes outside of London as no, well. Challenge, <laughs> challenge, challenge, challenge. Well, they I, like they like London more. I come from the country and I never saw a fox <laughs> in my life until I moved to London. Yes. Okay. Re, uh, re, rebuttal of challenge. Rebuttal of challenge. <laughs> uh, anecdotal evidence. I uh, never saw. Is that all the best you've got? I need facts and figures, mate. What? The foxes are out there, you just don't see them. Okay, so in, in, in 21 years of living outside of yeah, London... Oh, 21 years. I never saw a fox. <laughs> On my first night in London... They're everywhere. I saw a fox. Yeah, that's right. To the point where the people I was staying with, uh, I sort of said, there was a baby crying last night, <laughs> and nobody went to its aid. What was that about? And they were like, that's the foxes. To be yeah. fair, if you heard a fox and you thought it sounded like a baby crying, 
That is the most pleasant voiced fox you must have ever Oh my god, their noise they make is so horrific, isn't it? It's, uh, it's not a baby and, and And also, I, I'm sure that we're, that we're witnessing in real time the degradation of the species. So, Ooh. like, you know how... Spe- Evolution. Yeah, I would certainly say it's going the other way. Okay, well, no, 2v1, Chris. Okay, so let me, let me, let me, <laughs> let me unpack. They are bolder, they're uh, more involved they've adapted to an environment that they weren't designed for right very well yeah no i'm talking about degradation in a much more aesthetic way as oh, in consider the pigeon uh... consider the pigeon your conve- <laughs> your, con- your, pigeon. Your, your normal wood pigeon you know the, the the from which all pigeons have come is a beautiful large elegant bird you know and it's intact your urban pigeon is well gross bruv None of them have any feet. They've got null toe. They've lost them. Now, is this, is this race, when you say urban pigeon, are you actually trying to say well, something else? <laughs> if so, then feel free to remove this part from yeah. uh, your podcast. This is, this is going to be the podcast that in 20 years is removed before it's syndicated. And I, and I think the that same... That episode never happened. <laughs> I think the same with the fox. When one first came to that London, they yeah. looked like foxes. Yeah. Now they look well shit, bruv. Yeah. yeah. Well, look at what they're eating. No, that's what I'm saying. You know, that's what I'm it's saying. It's not good yeah. for them, is they it? Don't look, they don't look as bad as I thought they would look. And there's a lot of them in Tempo Lane, believe me. <laughs> how, how, how bad did you think? Well, from eating only just. <laughs> as in, they're not yeah. as bright orange and maybe they're not as chubby, but they're still pretty nice looking animals. Mate, some of those tails are gross. Yeah, when it doesn't have the white tip properly, it's all like stained, smudged. Matted and... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah, not... I mean, it's not... A lot of that is... So, is down to so, the uh, is down to the pollution. So what yeah, I frankly well and therefore like you've taken them and scrubbed the inside of a tube, <laughs> right? And so therefore, to, as a way of absolving myself from the the, the race uh, accusation <laughs> sent my way, is the, it the not the purity of the wood yeah. hood what what <laughs> yeah, pigeon? Where's the urban? <laughs> the urban? <laughs> <laughs> uh, is that if the fox and the pigeon? Uh, can degenerate in such a way in the urban environment. Is that not the same for perhaps all of us? Oh, it's mm. Aesop over there. Thanks, yeah, mate. yeah, exactly. Yeah, I feel like I've um, learned a lot. Yeah, you know, Aesop was a slave. I no. didn't. I didn't. I don't actually know much about Aesop at all. Wrote a bunch of tales. Yeah, <laughs> yes. or fables, if you will. I, I was going to say, I believe the that. one thing. That <laughs> you talk about foxes. You just ruined his legacy. Oh, God. <laughs> write some stories. Short, short well, I'm uh, very au fair with Aesop's tales. <laughs> oh, fuck, I fucked up. So Not allowed to do the MSC. Yeah, MSC, right. MA. <laughs> I'll just cut it out. Yeah. <laughs> Interspersed with something more intelligent. Yeah, yeah slave. So, so I thought Aesop was, like, Dutch, but actually now you mention it, I suppose is that that's suppose Hans, Hans Christian Andersen-y territory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So where's Aesop from then? Is Greek, it? ancient Greece. Ancient Greek. I had mm-hmm. actually no idea it was ancient Greek, yeah. but of course, now you say the name Aesop. Yeah. Like, oh, what sort of an idiot was I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, So they're really old. That's cool. Really old. Yeah. They're pretty good as well. If you use them in teaching, they're How really they good. How were they collected? How were they... Was he an... Was Oral he tradition. Uh, I don't know. I know it was... Well, a, I don't some, know if he was free. somebody probably. wrote them down later. Yeah. As Aesop's fables. Yeah. yeah. It's the same with like Homer and Virgil. Yeah, exactly. That, uh, yeah, that was yeah. all oral tradition as well. Yeah. Before it got written Until down. Until a pupil of theirs wrote it down. Yeah. yeah. I, most myths and and folklore and stuff like that. True, but Aesop wouldn't be 
expected what? to have pupils or followers if he was a slave. No, but he was popular in his time. And so... He was a popular slave on the planet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, but... but, no, but his, his own, I, I but, doubt we know who the fuck but his slave, but, but slavery was... Like, slavery was very different. Like, it wasn't quite so... It, it right. was much more fluid. Like, anyone could become a slave by, you know, through... Yeah, it, it wasn't, wasn't like it, indentured yeah, thing in the same way. It yeah. wasn't like... Ancient and, Greece and was and different. Could, it wasn't like that is a certain caste of person, they yeah, are right. a slave... It was like, well, they become a slave because they were captured in this war, yeah. this battle. We captured them. Yeah. Don't get me wrong; it was still like, yeah, of course, it, of it wasn't course. cool. No, but it was much more, it much more fluid. They, it wasn't who they were; it was what they were. Yeah, doing. and a slave could yeah. be a slave could be a member of your household yeah. that was respected. Uh, it would just well, be. Hope so, because otherwise he'd have got the shit beaten out of him, <laughs> assassing his master. Well, that's yeah. Let me tell you a little story. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I would oh. not have gone down well. Is it <laughs> about cheese, Aesop? Because <laughs> I noticed a lot of them are. Yeah. <laughs> this one's called The Cunning Fox and the Big Dumb Cunts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> close to home, Aesop. <laughs> Thank you, Aesop. You may leave the dinner table. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like I found out recently that um, in uh, medieval Norway, they had a bunch of uh, Scottish slaves. Right. Because of their raids on the, right, right, on right, the yeah, coast yeah. here. Ship them yeah. back. And, and they just yeah. ship back a load of Scots right, yeah. and be like, this is our slave. And you'd be like, all right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I can't understand a word you say. <laughs> it's like, well, that's the same as uh, yeah. everyone else. Yeah. Yeah. Weird. Uh, have, you, um, have you watched um, uh, Norseman? I hope I've got that right. Very, very, very good comedy series. Uh, hmm. Oh, it's really good. It's Norwegian. It's a Norwegian comedy series yeah. and they've filmed it both in English and in Norwegian Ooh, so there's right. like two there's two different versions of it that's and cool it's, it's really yeah, that's good. Good. I don't know they've done remakes reshot everything they did, they did an English version version and same a actors? Norwegian same actors yeah because they're I don't they're, know if yeah, I've heard of that before it's really really good I recommend all listeners to, to watch it it was on Netflix it might still be I'm I think it might even that. be in its third season but it's very very good and yeah there's a lot of jokes there about slaves and you know about sort of you know them being sort of you know captured and you know again much like oh yeah I was captured and you know I'm, I'm you know it's, they're good people the Vikings yeah. yeah yeah very very good yeah it is on Netflix yeah yeah ooh there yeah. we are that's my that's my recommendation it's got 100% on Rotten Tomatoes it does not that's incredible which all, I always get a bit suspicious when it it is that. very good I, I suppose my slight uh, challenge to that was I sort of felt me. that Series 2 lost its way a bit. Because but hey, 100%. 2016 is when it's aired. That's a decent chunk of time. There are a lot of things that come out with 100% and then, and then drop to a more realistic value. Yeah, but I don't think anything should have 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. No. That's stupid. Because like, art can't be perfect. Yeah. Oh. There's, no, there's no such thing. Thank you. I'm, I'll be off. <laughs> yeah, well, there we are. And that is the end of Publicity <laughs> Abyss. the question, <laughs> what is the highest score and does that... What's the highest score? Like allowable. critic, critic. I mean, What's it's. The score well, it was the famous ninety nine. Ninety nine percent. And then, in that case, all the ones on ninety nine. And similarly, you can't have zero. Yeah, but they would. Can't all be the worthless. Ninety nine would consider themselves to have attained perfection. They would, but they'd be the wrong. Maximum. You've just rescaled yourself. Isn't this, this is, this is, this. What we're talking about here is my sort of general, my mission for the world is to somehow. Uh, reclaim three stars the, the rating of three stars which is if something's rated three, three stars it means it's good 60% it, no, mean, it means it's good it means wait, it's good out, hang on out of how many stars five, five right? Right, okay. out of five yeah but why good why not just Average. Well, no, yeah, no, that's what, but that's what I mean. That's what I mean. Like, yeah, serviceable but not good. Good implies no, but I know. But that's what I think. No, I think if you, I, this is what I'm saying. If something's three stars, it should be yeah. 
Yeah. That was It's alright. That was perfectly acceptable. That's why I wouldn't I, necessarily I, recommend it, but if someone was like, I'm watching it, I was like, entertained. Oh, right. yeah. I was ent- exactly. Yeah. I would say a lot of the comedy series I like and Rob hates are three stars. I would shows. Three stars. Yeah, I think, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not trying to pretend they're amazing. Right. I recommend them in particular. Yeah, to we're talking yeah. about yeah. the it's sort of we're sort of about the greatest sort of oeuvre of we're talking about how I met your how mother, I met your mother Big Bang, uh, Big Bang Theory. Big Bang. Oh no, I don't know if I can give Big Bang Theory three stars. I can't because have you seen that? Have you seen that clip of Big Bang Theory with no canned laughter? <laughs> it is. Oh, it's great. completely damning. But that's the same. The same with Friends. In Friends, it is a good show. No, like, I think Friends. I think. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm, oh, Friends. I'm, are we allowed halves? Because I'd give it three and a half. Friends is I good. I think the sad thing really about four. Yeah. Mm, there's so many shit episodes, but when it's good, oh, Friends. Yeah. Well, the Friends. Friends suffers. I mean, I think, I'm discounting the. I haven't even watched the last season. Oh, so Fred. Yeah. No, don't bother. I mean, well, I, no, I it's seen really it, off the boil by the yeah. end. Yeah. Because it's all about it's, plot, it's, and you're like, oh, you're yeah. No, it's, it happens. I've noticed this trend in general of all American series. All American series, he said, just casting his <laughs> net Everything. Wise. Yeah, exactly. M- most mainstream American comedy series. Okay. There we are. Is they have a bit of a, they they can't they can't leave things on a bad note or on an mm. unresolved note. Mm. So like they all go on, they all have to go on for like eighteen series, and the eighteenth series, everyone is married and has got children. Yeah. They, yeah. They, they seem to be unable to just be like, and it's over now. And it doesn't matter that well, they were all a, there's single. A, there's a reason for that. Because they, like, their audi- there's the reason their audience watches those shows is to feel good. And they know that. In fact, uh, the Brooklyn Nine-Nine, this very last season, <laughs> two they, star. started, they started two tackling. Star. It's definitely much better. Two stars. <laughs> two stars. I would recommend that. That's a uh, oh, god. But <laughs> this very last season, they started go- diving into these uh, hard issues in America. Oh, really? Police Race, policing, on defund, Reddit, all of that stuff. All you see is like, I don't like it. I watch this show to feel good, and now yeah. Well, yeah. it's all unresolved, and it's it's just I don't enjoy yeah. it anymore. They're, those shows are to make people feel okay. At I agree of, with uh, you. At the end of a long day of work. That's true. I agree with you. Although it does even bleed over into. Did you ever watch Sopranos? No, to my complete and utter shame. It's great. Yeah, but I the know. ending is very controversial, and without giving anything away, it leaves stuff in the air right, yeah. it very much doesn't tell you exactly which actually by that example would be uh, probably why, it's, why it's people like it people dare fucking I love say because it. Yeah. it doesn't yeah. uh, That's tie right. everything off it, d- it dares to buck the trend oh. whereas everything else they have to sort of tie around in a yeah. new two. there are two ways there are two things that um, that we're kind of talking about here there's not resolving arcs that have already happened and there's leaving things open for the future and not making it feel like your characters are finished. Yeah. And I feel like there's two se- those are two separate I think things. you're right, yeah. I think also part of the reason here is obviously if you finish your season of your show yeah. and you're like, and there it is, then the network execs are like, oh, well, yeah. the, the show's done. Yeah. yeah. Right? So you kind of want to be like, no, there's still more. Well, this and then the- that cycle just kind of repeats. Look, and before you know it, we've got, oh, this we've done eight this- years. Great. That's why I think the best form of TV are these, uh, like... Self-contained long- yeah, ones. Yeah, self-contained, like long seasons. They know when it's going to end. Yeah. Because uh, if they don't, they're always just trying to string things out a well, little but, bit. But, look, I'm a big advocate of the, the sort of the, the British model, which is six episodes in a yeah. series... Two or three series. That's there you are. Yeah, a lot. Yeah. yeah I just watched which, Black Books the other day, which yeah. is a perfect example of that. Yeah, three exactly. seasons and that's it. There you or are, that's it. Sometimes just the one, one, not one shot, but one season 
Yeah. Things. Now it must really be said in the season that uh, one, the capture we watched recently. Oh yeah, that's great. So you wouldn't. Call I love it a those. It's no, it's a limited series. Yeah, story. yeah, just one limited Spread series. Over, what, how many? Eight I think it was. Like I think it was eight actually. They're usually more like six. Those yeah. ones. Yeah, I love watching those. Fantastically done. Yeah. That's my recommendation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's one on at the minute called Vigil, which is about right. like a nuclear sub. And shit going down, you know. As oh they yeah, yeah. Are. That's, someone said that was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's good. I, I got, so I, you know, my currently one I'm watching right now. I just recommended it to Rob, which is only murders in the building, right. which is great. Uh, written by Steve Martin, he's in it. Martin Short's in it as well as Selena Gomez. Right. It's really good. It's really good. And then I read that it's been commissioned for a second mm. season. Yeah, of course, because it was good. And even watching the first season, season, not series, because it is in the US. That's right. Even watching the first season, I'm like. But why? How could there be a second season? Because there's money to be made. Well, and, it's, <laughs> and it's it's sort of disappointed me really. Yeah. A fine example of when it goes completely awful is, of course, American Gods. Did any of you guys watch this? I watched a couple of episodes of the first season and kind of didn't yeah. didn't follow so it up. So for a start, it's one book, right? Mm-hmm. It is one book. Uh-oh. So when American Gods came out, I was like, brilliant! They've made American Gods. And then like there's going to be five seasons. I was like, <laughs> but it's one book. Like I want to just see the book. In yeah. and, and they've got to the third season, and they are completely got nothing left and utterly lost. That's why we Game of Thrones, they, isn't it? Yeah, it's well, like we got nothing they, left. What should we do? They've, they've introduced so many of their own yeah. like storylines. Reached the denouement of the book. No, exactly. So they've, they've <laughs> adding things in. They've added things so it's in, and filler. it's and it's yeah. a mess. Like actors, it's all have, album tracks. Actors have left. And some of them, yeah, and they're they've basing it off a book that is so well. Just um, it's the perfect opportunity to, to do a limited people. series and make it just, so beautiful. Yeah, just do it. Just do True. it. Uh, the ones I the ones I think are good examples are, are the the Witherspoon uh, examples, oh, which uh, are Big Little Lies, Big Little Lies, yes. and um, Little Fires Everywhere. I haven't seen that one. Is it good? Yeah, Little Fires Everywhere is really good. Yeah, I'd watch. And again, that. they're based on books. Actually, I don't know if Big Little Lies is, but either way, they did two. They did is, two seasons. They're like, we're done now. And, and again, uh, Little Fires Everywhere is like, yeah, well, we've done the book. It's one. Mm-hmm. It's one thing. Yeah. Really, really good because they're like, yeah, that's it. Thank you very much. There's there the was um, what's her face won the um, the was it the Oscars they just had. I think, I or was it the Golden Globe? I think it was the Oscars. Yeah, the Emmys just like a couple of Oh, see, so you're right. It's the Emmys I'm thinking of because it was for yeah, TV. TV, TV yeah. Um, Nicole Kidman, was it? No. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's, she's. Um, no, she... but I'm not thinking of her. It's the. It, she, Nicole she was Kidman in one. Did, did also did one with. Kate um... Winslet is who I'm thinking of. Mayor of Easttown. Okay. Amazing. Oh, I haven't seen it. Limited series. Right. Um, and it's like. Yeah. Six or maybe eight yeah. episodes. Crime thriller. Yeah. She's fucking on it. No yeah. makeup as well. Right. So she just looks like a real person, yeah. And she's fucking got her acting chops out, and it's yeah, like great. unbelievable. Well, it's man. interesting you mentioned Nicole Kidman as well because she's got another one as well as Big Little, which is the Undoing, I believe. Oh yeah, yeah. which was uh, with, with, with 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 um um oh, golly, um, golly. Oh gosh, what's my name? That's it. That's it. That's it. Thank you. Again, one series. The caveat put on that is that like the twist isn't great because mm. the twist is what you thought was happening in the first episode mm. but hey it's very good interesting and again closed series thank you very much I enjoyed my time but there are always exceptions aren't there like 
Inside Number Nine. Oh, I, I yeah. want them to watch it. For, I want them to make it for forever. Yes. Or Peep yes. Show. My I think we've got nine seasons. Let's go of back that. to Inside Number Nine, though. I I'm love so, Inside Number Nine so much. For 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 the record, I love Inside Number Nine. But my challenge is, it feels like that they have three good stories that they've really written and they care oh, about. Yeah. And then they've got three that are like, oh shit, we need to make up the six. <laughs> in my in my humble opinion, which which would absolutely love to have anywhere near the career of Reece Shearsmith or um, <gasps> his name. I know it's because Reese Witherspoon has the same I name, know, so that's I the know. problem. I'm so sorry, uh, Pemberton. Oh my gosh. Yes, Steve Pemberton. Steve Pemberton. I'm so sorry, Steve. Yeah. Why would you have your careers? <laughs> But I do feel every series you've got three cracking stories that you've got excited about and three that you've phoned in. I'm saying it. I'm saying it. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Coming at it hard. Now, in a strange and abrupt pivot, I want to hear, how is the world running out of sand? Ah. Oh, yes. We... We briefly touched on this earlier. Now, was it worth hitting pause on that conversation and saving it for now? Absolutely. How do you know? Uh, because I'm going to make it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Some of your best sand material is going to come out. (laughs) I feel it's worth raising the point because it's such a weird concept. It is a very weird concept. Uh, Now, Chris, you mentioned that you knew a little bit more about, about it in terms of we're talking a specific type of sand here, aren't we? Yeah. Well, what, so basically, what, uh, what sand are we running out? So sand that you use in construction. So sharp sand. All, all well, I believe. Do yeah, you I believe. Make I believe. Glass all yeah, exactly. So sand we used to make glass. We used to make roads. We used to make concrete. Basically, sand is used in every single thing yeah. that we do, and it's running out. I'm just trying. To, I'm just the Sahara is notably marching onwards and having to. Yeah, stop. absolutely. Yet, Desertification. But also, here's the thing: those 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 desert sands are no good for construction because they're fine. They're too fine. They, they they you can't actually. They are incredibly fine, aren't they? Yeah, and you, yeah, they're not, just you, fall through your you hands. You can't use yeah. it to like anneal uh, the different components of, for example, concrete in the same way. Okay. The world uses forty to fifty billion tons of sand a year. Christ. For construction. Yeah, well, in general, but obviously primarily construction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Some of it's in beaches. Yeah. <laughs> for which we've got plenty of sand. And, and, that, and that essentially is just like a black hole because it just... Well, because you're actually using the resource right. and then it's in the thing yeah. that you built. We've all, so... just, we've all just assumed that sand is plentiful and in constant... Well, and and to make sand... You've raised the point that we are using a particular stage of sand. Yeah. At a particular stage between giant rock and fine sand. So yeah. We're only really looking. Yeah, exactly. At, yeah. At a stage in its evolution. And, and we it, can't start digging up off the beaches because that has terrible no. knock-on effects. Well, it's not, it also it's not right. We, it's not. It's not the sand you want. Yeah, it's we, not the sand. We basically yeah. need to wait until like the pebble beaches of Hastings turn into yeah. smaller. Yeah. Get it at the right moment. <laughs> <laughs> Attack. Wait, yeah. so where do you find these sands naturally occurring? So, like, um, well, this is the thing, like, so, you know, uh, like mines, sand mines, where just like the land is sort of coarse and everything else. They're having to now, they're having to now dredge it out of rivers, and that now involves cleaning and everything else to make it good. Yeah, no, there's a... There's wow, a, I didn't think a, you could mine sand. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's huge sand mines. So it's like a yeah. layer of the, what do they call it, toposphere? Oh, it's like shit, bro. a layer of like yeah. the the ground yeah. that yeah. you go down to, and you're like, to knowing the names for any of those <laughs> so sounded all right though, didn't it? The ionosphere, no, definitely not that. <laughs> if, if toposphere is correct, very, very good. Thank you. Um, I shall not check. I'm just going to assume it was. <laughs> yeah, the world is running running out of yeah. sand. Fucking uh, hell! It's the most consumed resource after water. 
Sand? Not Sand. By, not by me. I'll let you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm contributing to the water. Yeah, I, I, I'm part of the water problem, yeah, yeah. but the sand problem, sand I am outside. Well, yeah, are not you, my though? problem. Mate. Are you though? Are you though? Because well, uh, yeah, maybe you don't do a lot of DIY, but I've definitely contributed to the sand problem in this last you year. I have as well. I have gone out and bought, you know, ready mixed uh, uh, cement from it's a great, shop. Though, isn't it? It's, yeah. it's marvelous. You add water yeah. and you can fill a hole. Yeah. <laughs> so you're using sand and water, Chris. You're a problem. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. yeah exactly. Yeah. Nothing else that could be said. But yeah. you know, we're running out of everything, aren't we? Everything's a finite resource. Yeah. Apart yeah. from people. Apart from people, <laughs> and we don't seem to be running yeah, out of even, those. Even at the end of the pandemic. <laughs> we keep making those. We keep, in fact, during the pandemic, I'm, I'm sure probably there were a lot of babies conceived. I'm, that, I'm, yeah, I, that, that, must, that must be Do you be not think there must have been like a bump, but then a lull? Because well, you know, problem, first it's like, the, oh, we're all locked in. And after a while, it's like, God, oh, we're all the, locked the in. The problem with yeah. the lull, Rob, is that once you've made the baby, it's it's there. Right. It's, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But the thing is, like, the Western nations where that would have, you'd expect that to have an effect, where we all just had to stay home. Yeah. Babies or sand? Uh, <laughs> the Western nations, <laughs> well, that's where we had all our hospitals full up. Yes. COVID as well, which yes. means that... Uh, any babies that people unwisely made were having some pretty hard deliveries because they're, they're well, there were, they well there were and there were there were some terrible deliveries. Um, yeah. uh, we had a friend who couldn't uh, the, the 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 father couldn't be in the room. Yeah, right. that uh, happened a lot because, because of COVID. Fucked yeah. up. But there, was, yeah. there was space for the compared to my, I got in just before COVID. I was in the yeah. pool, bro. Right. Yeah. yeah. You know, speaking of um, the man being there for birth, there is this. I don't know where this came from because it was just an image on the internet and a little bit of like a, a me history memes kind of thing. So it might not be totally true, but this product definitely exists, which is a chair, kind of like this, like a wooden chair. And here, right here, is like two indentations, so near the edge, um, like little caves. Let the records show uh, Rob is gesturing between his legs right now. And we're that's both right. staring there. Um, that's right. And so the man, during the woman giving birth, the man sits in this chair next to his wife his balls go in these holes. There are gaps underneath, little holes driven through them, string attached to it. Huh. And so when the woman feels like an intense, she yanks on the wow. string, so the guy feels it too. Wow, a great, a great product idea, although I would argue <laughs> uh, detracts from good uh, daddy doolering. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You uh, can't uh, be as useful in the room. Uh, gentlemen, uh, I must miturate, uh, talk amongst yourselves. Speaking of which, he's obviously had his balls yanked on. <laughs> would you Would you go for it? Hell no. No way, right? No. I'm prepared to show that my support of, you know, a dual parent household, and yep. that, you know, we're not in the 1950s anymore, yep. in pretty much every other single way. <laughs> more importantly, more useful ways. Yeah. Because in addition to that, in the, in the immediate aftermath. Who how wins? Long, how long does it take for the man to recover? I mean, eight, have you ever been kicked in the balls? Yeah. It takes ages to recover. And that's just a one-time instantaneous yeah. impact. Yeah, constant yanking. And you've got to think like squeezing and twisting yeah. and shit I like that. I feel like the woman may regret that choice <laughs> of forcing it. Like two Not in the later, moment, but after. Well, yeah. Two days later, when you're both lying in bed in pain. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. You get the baby. I can't. You yeah. do it. I can't. Remember that thing with the string and the balls? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I could have been helpful, but yeah, no. Yeah. You had to yeah, yank yeah. on my balls for an hour. <laughs> and what if labour goes on for sort of... You know, some women have like 20, 20 hour labour yeah. or whatever, three days. Nuts can't survive that yeah, long being. The guy just cuts the string at some point. <laughs> yeah, and just pretends. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> cuts the string, hey. ties it to the leg, 
She gives it a yank and he's like, oh, oh. Well, I mean, that's... I see the conversation's moved in, moved on to how a man could get out of his ball pain. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Inevitably. Yeah. Where else was it going to go? How can we get out of this responsibility? Yeah. I mean, you say responsibility. Yeah. That's very much my point, is that it is not a responsibility. What is what is the idea behind it? Presumably, is to make it more of a bonding experience. Right. It's like you know, you feel I feel pain having giving birth to our child. Yeah. You feel pain giving birth to yeah, our but child. My, well, my point is that like it's not in a spiteful way. It's like yeah. this will help you bond with me and the child. I think more. you could sell it that way, but the reality is, it's in the scary, moment, yeah. there might be some spite. On yeah, that, on that point. And the reality is, it's, it's, ne- it's, ne- it's, it's never I mean, really gonna it's really, be. It's really a situation is set up to translate spite into physical action. But they've made it, so it existed. It exists. I'll, I'll get a photo up of it. Yeah, it's and really, how, really how, weird. Who was the first guy to take this? Yeah. What? Well, where do you think it was a guy who designed it? No. Who was the first guy to agree <laughs> to it? To me, it could have been a guy because it strikes me as like a really early Ooh. sort of idea of. Uh, what's the word? Empathy and benevolence, which is obviously nowadays, which would be like I'm actually going to be an active part of the yeah. birth and I'm going to help. Whereas back in some early time, it would have been well, if I feel the same pain, then I'm helping. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, I think it was a. I think it was a guy as well, but I think it's a different kind of guy. It's like. Uh, like a, <laughs> oh, I see. I see. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's a, kink, it? a kinky guy. <laughs> yeah, masochistic. He's uh-huh, like, uh-huh. Uh-huh. how come you get to have all the pain of having a baby? Shit. Here it is. Oh golly! Oh golly! Yeah. And when was this? When did this come about? Like I said, it's, I didn't. Do... It's really nicely crafted, um, <laughs> listeners. It's beautiful. Wood. Really nice what they've done to it. Yeah. And uh, wow, ergonomic. <laughs> <laughs> How do they even? The, hole, the holes are quite small. Like, yeah, well, not everyone's got donkey nuts like you do. No, but is it from the shape of it? The balls are not meant to hang through it. Yeah, well, maybe, maybe. Oh no, no, I think. Yeah, it's probably, it's, probably, it's probably actually unsafe for the ball to oh, distend. Sure. Yeah, right. It probably has to be, you know, cupped and funneled. Okay. Cupped and funneled. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good lord, good lord. It, are you sure it's a real product, not a kind no, of? No, not at all sure. Okay. But there it is. A conceptual piece of art, shall we say? Yeah, it could be. To, yeah, uh, you know, elicit elicit a conversation exactly about how much the man goes through. It says here, make a child. It's a birth chair for men. So while the woman is in labour, the male had string tied around his balls, and when the woman was in pain, she would clench and pull. So he shed pain while their child was being born. It's an old tradition. It's an that old very, tradition. That very much sounds like not a work of art and a real. Book. I have no idea if it's real or not. But the and pictures are there. It sounds to me like an old tradition amongst a uh, a benevolent Scandi people. Does feel yeah. a bit Scandi. Feels very Scandi. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean, that's not going to be, you know, any kind of. That's not. That's not a Victorian invention. No fucking yeah. way. Yeah. Were the Victorians yeah. doing that? They're not into that thing. No. no, the old tradition there was the man sits at home and smokes a cigar, <laughs> wetting the ba- no wetting the baby's head around the corner in the pub, which actually probably oh, is post or pre-Victorian. But either way, yeah. Yeah. yeah, the man would be around the corner in the pub. Yep. Toasting. Yeah. <laughs> to help. Yeah. To not having to give birth to a baby. <laughs> what, I have string tied around my nuts. <laughs> and everyone cheers. <laughs> Absolutely. The Bliss of the Abyss. 
my my son Aiken, because obviously he's basically you know obviously he his consciousness grows all the time, so he probably can't really remember it being dark. Right. And now all the time he's like dark, yeah. and I'm like yeah, bruv, it's dark now, and he's like dark. He's about to get dark at five, mate. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say, I feel like you're junkie. You're about to come. You're about. You're about to come home in the dark, What's mate. What's the time now? What's the time? Uh, seven, half seven. Seven. So when yeah. did dark maybe around seven? Yeah, kind this, of. This is practically the glory days of English work. Yeah, this Man, is yeah. Really it's, it's a, it. it's a and the weather's been decline. lovely as well. Yeah. Oh, Indian summer, as they say. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm, I'm getting I'm getting married uh, this weekend, so I'm hoping yeah. I'm hoping that it's good weather. Not a wedding. It's not a wedding. No. It's just a marriage. That's right. Yeah. That's yeah. right. But still, you know, a big occasion. Yeah, exactly. We're basically we're, the, what it is is we're basically getting. We're getting pissed up and going out for meals every night for a weekend, and in the middle of it, we're getting married. Right. But by that example, it would be really nice if it was uh, if it was sunny. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, of so course. So you are treating it as like a celebration. You're not saving all the emotion, all the positive emotion for the actual wedding. You are treating this one as well. No, this is. But this... wouldn't it be weird to like save all of the positive? Yeah, it's like I mean, no, we'll just do it look, completely cold. You know, we do. You know, obviously, I'm kind of. I'm kind of that person. Like, ha- if there's gonna be if it's there's going to be a good thing later and the wedding is going to be even more joyous and wild yeah. which it will but, be but also I would like to max it so, so we <laughs> are like, I want dead power we are we <laughs> are we now. are doing that entirely but what it is so what we said we're dressing up as like Chris and Pasca are having a, a weekend without yeah. our son right. we're having some good fun yeah. Chris and Pasca yeah. and in the middle we're getting married we're getting married yeah, yeah. and it will yeah. be fun but also, there's an element of because it's the legal occasion. Yeah. Like I went to a wedding recently where they didn't really do any of the like personalized touches. No, we don't know that. The... No, no, nothing. No, no, but theirs was a wedding, oh. not just a marriage. Right. Right. So you had this like joyous occasion, loads of family and things planned, but the ceremony itself was just the bare bones formal shit of like. So this is legally binding contract between you, witnessed by the borough of so and so, and it's like, ooh. Yes, yeah. this is yeah. rather clinical and uh, yeah. serious. Yeah. Um, but if you're just doing the marriage, yeah. that makes total yeah, sense. There's always, there's always, we're, having, we're having a little bit of fun with it, but only for ourselves. Like we've That's got, what me and Caitlin We've got do. a little bit of music being played. Yeah. But again, if it's for, I mean, there's only, there's only going to be the witnesses there. Yeah. Uh, you know, so it's just, you know. Yeah. Because when we sort of had the form, it was like, well, let's have, you know, let's just put some music on. Yeah. You know, on the, Where is it you're getting married? Islington Town Hall. Which is which is nice, yeah. The standard sort of you know North London registry mm-hmm. uh, 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 location. And have yeah. you got like a, a hotel? Or something yeah, we're the... in a hotel yeah. in Covent Garden. Oh, nice where in we, town. We're That's go, nice. We're going to have a a, a deep tissue massage Ooh. before our wedding in a spa. Get and nice and go, loose. Go swimming, yeah. uh, and then jump Just in an Uber. Go bruised. jump in a jump in a <laughs> jump jump in a cab. Go get married, yeah. and then get pissed up on Upper Street. Great. Don't get a colonic massage. No. Whatever you do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's a disaster. Although, you know, it might be good, actually, because, you know, I said I've become quite distended uh, <laughs> post-curry. Only have a colonic massage if you need it. A kind of prep colonic massage. Yes. Yeah. I'll probably have a colonic massage before the big day. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. You don't want it on the day of. You don't want to shit your pants when you're getting married. No, it does. in the big the wedding day. You know, I mean, when it's all... when it's all, when it's shit your pants when you're having colonic massage either. Or really but... any time ever. No, yeah. No, yeah. Don't <laughs> shit your pants anymore. Yeah. <laughs> when was the last time I shit my pants? I know, oh, when, I know when mine was. I was I was on holiday in Bulgaria. 
<laughs> and more. <laughs> and I, had, I, had, I was, a, I was a teenager. Did we get a proximal cause, or was it just a general? Well, I, I had you a touchdown. I, I had a Welcome very, to Bulgaria. <laughs> I had a very nice steak and mushroom something dinner the Ooh. night before. Uh-huh. Anyway, creamy uh, mushroom. Uh, I don't. Probably. I don't believe they were. I think. It wasn't a very anyway, nice next <laughs> next day in the bed. I, oh no! Uh, yeah, I did shit the bed. I actually physically shit I've the bed. I've never shut the bed. Uh, hey. Here we go because but I was wearing I, I was wearing pants and I you know just I, basically took a fart and uh, took it too far. Yeah. I did not even too far. So it was I it, and it just all came and I was like whoa <laughs> bruv and that was the last time I, I shit found my this pants. Out really, very recently and I have now a question for like the entirety of the rest of the human race. Great. Is it in the same way that okay we've all been ill with stomach aches and yeah with stomach troubles and it's very evidently possible to shit yourself if you've got enough problems yeah absolutely I had dysentery for fuck's sake is it possible to piss yourself because I thought it wasn't and I saw this thing sorry is it possible to piss well due to too much fluid I mean I could literally piss myself now I was going to say I mean you want me to show you I've had a lot of bless them a lot of people I've I've pissed myself significantly more recently than a teenager in Bulgaria accidentally unstoppably in bed you just like woke up and oh god I pissed myself because I was ill or something like that Oh no! I see what you mean. As an involuntary yeah. uh, sickness. Now, you could also yeah, be, dude. Yeah. That's like you get a water infection. That thing goes down all the time. I, did, I never knew this. I I um, never had a that Reddit though. Post where someone it was a today I fucked up I think. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, oh, and I was ill, and so I pissed the bed, and the today I fucked up was that the girlfriend was lying in it. So that's right. a whole other thing. But I posted, wait, are we just skipping past this? So this guy's just like, oh, I was ill, so obviously I pissed the bed. Because I've never... You're right, I've life. never... I out of sickness. I down and downvoted because of my smugness at saying that I don't piss the <laughs> Yeah, well, but then again... <laughs> it, Sounds then like again, a board I'm full of ill this, people. Is this a thing that people do? Dude, but then again, some weird ting goes on on the other side of the pond. Because, like, you know, American comedy, like, it's obsessed with pink eye. And, and oh which, yeah, that's true. It's obsessed but, with pink eye. That is funny, that idea. Yeah, but, but, like, no one in the UK, which I think is conjunctivitis for us... No one in the UK is getting conjunctivitis all no. the time. And yet... <laughs> Do you remember jammies at school, though? Clammies. Uh, yeah. Because <laughs> he got it in his eye. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so, but according to US comedy, they're getting pink eye, conjunctivitis, all of the time. I think there's two things going on there. Number one, pink eye is a funny thing to say and hear. Yeah. And think about. And, like, conceptually... And then number two... Else. Exactly. Yeah, so yeah. you think... The so reality of how it actually happens is pretty funny, yeah. too. Yeah. Either your eye is going into a butthole... Yeah. Or you're touching someone's butthole and, and then your eye. Yeah, yeah. That's but, funny. So, but what I'm saying is, but there must have been something that's pushed pink eye, even to become a comedic device, it's pushed pink eye so far into the American uh, social consciousness <laughs> that simply doesn't exist here. Like, nobody here, nobody here gets conjunctivitis past the age of, like, six months. <laughs> wow, your six-month-old had pink eye. Fuck it, Aldi. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I mean, it does feel like something, if I knew about it, we'd have... All the way around the playground of both primary school and secondary school, we didn't relentlessly tease people about about, about their conjunctive eye. Yeah, yeah. We'd call it conjunctive eye. Vocabulary. When we were in I think the people. first way I heard about it was South, South Park. Park. South Park, yeah. Weird, kind of, yeah. yeah. So South Park is the only way that I ever heard of it. Yeah, but then it's in everything now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. well, then do we, do we put it the other way? Has South Park managed to create a uh, a comedic enough. meme in in themselves? Because let's face it, they are mega. 
Um, uh, so have they managed to create it? They probably did. They probably could have. Um, and also, do we have anything our equivalent on this side of the pond? What's our funniest disease that we keep? What? That's uh, a good thing. So yeah, okay. That's, that's a, a great question. question. Okay, is there something that we get that the Yangs would be like, what the hell are you yeah. talking about? This is where we need Catalina. Yeah, we to, do. To shed some insight. She'd what be like, oh, it's this. You guys keep getting this thing. Uh, yeah. And no one cares. What yeah. is it? What do maybe we maybe because of our glorious socialized medicine, we these things don't exist here. That's, <laughs> that oh, could come into it. Who knows? Because of all the fluoride in our water, uh, we're, we're we're safe. I mean, the thing about well, the thing about catching crabs is quite a comedic device, I think. Yeah, it's I not. It's not. It's not a trope, is it? Not as much. Well, actually, isn't a it? bit. I don't feel it's maybe as. You know they're actual little lice as well. They're real. Yeah, little I mean, lice. well, well, the st- well, not just little lice. The story that was always told to me at school is that they're not just lice. They're quite big, yeah, and you and can, you can see physically them. see them. <sighs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So the story that was always told to me at school to scare you off from getting crabs was there's a someone came into their doctor because someone came into the doctor, and they sort of complained. The doctor said, "You've got crabs." And the person said, how do you know? And the doctor said, well, because I just saw one crawl across your eyebrow. Ah! Because once you've got them, they move through all your downy hair. <sighs> Fucking hell, I can't handle that. Oh, that's bad. The only thing that that's freaks me out more than that is when you get, like, things that, like, burrow underneath the skin or something. Which I've had oh. zero times. Yeah, I know. No, I'm not saying I've had right, them. Right, cool, cool, cool. It's, yeah, it's yeah. more like the type of horror that freaks me that, out. Is it, is it triskaidekaphobia? That, uh, that's the... fear of the number 13. Okay. Then it's not that. What's the fear of irregularly shaped holes? Oh, trypophobia. Trypophobia. Which it's I that have. Kind of thing. Yeah, where it's you that. See the oh. idea of like that's like a that's, that's like a really ac- that's like a really acidy. Whenever I think of trypophobia, I'm always thinking like acid. And oh yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Those kind of like repeating fractals and yeah, patterns. Yeah. That doesn't because, ever freak me out. Well, because the base behind it. Well, not when you're on acid, because it's great. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fractals, yeah, yeah, fractals don't fucking. Mm. The base behind it, very, very, very understandable. Right? Yes. If you actually had something that was causing it, that would be <sighs> horrible. But the actual fear of just irregular holes. No, because. I feel like I, a little bit, I understand. It's very Apex, yeah, because twi- it's very the, Apex Twin as well. It is Apex Twin. Well, God, imagine if you saw, like, if you came home and there was, like, a hive. Have you ever yes. had. Do you know what I mean? I've yeah. had a wasp nest mm. infected just above the door there. And when you see it cut open. Yeah, and it's like, God, what are they doing in there? Yeah. Oh, I'll kill it before it lays eggs. Yeah. Oh. Wasp nest. I, I, know, I know nothing of the social strata of the wasp. Mm. I know lots about bees. What is it of the wasp well, terrifying? There are, definitely, there are so many there types of wasps. That's there are the thing. social ones as well, right? Yeah, there are social wasps. There are flightless wasps. Yeah. I don't, I, yeah, I think. Right. Yeah. It's, I mean, I, I, if you watch, if you watch, if you watch a property, if you watch a property program, there's a cuntload of solitary bees, and they are fucking, they are raking it in right now. Every <laughs> bloody garden in the UK, I think, has got a solitary bee hotel. Oh yeah, the little with the little, yeah, little wooden tubes. tubes. Yeah. I've never heard of a solitary bee in my life, but they are living it up. Uh, the door-to-door bee sales. Wasps. Yeah, man. Nobody wasps. loves wasps. Wasps. Go, I actually quite like. No, wasps. you don't. Our English. What? Okay. Two v one. Two v one. What? How? Firstly, our English wasps. Yeah, versus they, a continental wasp. Of... Please call it the Great really British wasps. Wasp. <laughs> yeah, man, those continental wasps oh, with the little oh, hangy downy legs. What, are the hangy downy things? what the hell are they? Where have they come from? <laughs> I wish they didn't have them. A few little British wasps are almost like not that dissimilar in looks to a honeybee. They're not vicious, they're not bad. They, they are, are vicious. vicious. They are bad. Yep. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and also, you seeded ground on your point immediately. Okay, I grant you that. No, no, only uh, specifically because there are some that are absolutely terrible. There's a wasp that has the pain so bad that people like to commit suicide. That's a wasp. No. What? 
People yeah. like to. Well, you know what? After that wasp thing, wouldn't mind. A, wouldn't mind. I believe. I believe, of... the, I believe the verb is to prefer to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When they're in that state, they were like, "Yes, give me that. Take me this. out of this." Yeah. The pain's so bad, and also, there. I think it's one of those poisons that comes with an impending feeling of doom. Is it? Oh my god! Like, <laughs> yeah. we're back That's to the, we're back to the acid again. Would you like yeah. some, some doom with your poison, <laughs> sir? <laughs> Just the pain. Well, Just yeah. Exactly. Too late. Already like, checked the box. I would like to try doom. <laughs> <laughs> what's it called it's called a tarantula hawk isn't it it's the thing it's a type of wasp that kills yeah. and eats tarantulas oh, yeah it's that fearsome jesus Ugh, i don't like this it's bad. And i don't know where it is but it's not in england and i do not include it in i see what you mean wasps. okay if we compare the sort of humble british wasp yeah. against the sort of flying even like a hornet or something yeah which just totally freaks me out and look just like a Satan's minion. Yeah. Then they're not that bad, but that but they're not good. <laughs> I well, this is the thing. So I because I quite like wasps. Ugh. When I when I found them trapped inside my house, what I would do is I would pick them up in one hand. No. And go and shove them outside. What you grabbing them by the wing? What are you so doing? I, <laughs> you mean <laughs> completely firstly, enclosing the wasp in your fist? Of course not. Could, you couldn't I, be doing I, that. Why would you be yes. doing that? Why would you? Why would oh, you do it that? Goes further. You're gonna have to stop interrupting me. Because that we're, we're, just, to be we're, seen. we're so outraged. <laughs> <laughs> so firstly, yes, to get them in my hand, I could grab it by the wing, put it up and put, pick it, uh, pick it up and put it there. I'd hold it in my hand and take it to the door. Now sometimes I don't reach the door before it starts trying to squeeze out through oh. the gap in my hand. And what I could do is just close the gap till it's stuck there. Oh, dude. It can't move. It's struggling, and then I'll get to the door and throw it out. And it's still, they still never stung me. So when other people say, oh, these wasps are vicious, I'm like, I'm literally crushing it so it can't move and it won't sting me. The wasp whisperer. I don't whisperer. understand what you're talking about. Well, what you just, uh, that has absolutely blown my mind. Same. That has, that has, that has shaken core understandings <laughs> that I have held for 34 years. My brother, Jem, has yeah. a mark on his lip from when he was a kid and got stung by a wasp. So he was just sat there and the wasp just came along and went, so and flew off. <laughs> <laughs> The, the, wasp time, <laughs> the only time I've been stung by a wasp was on the lip, but that is because it was on a piece of food, so I accidentally tried to eat it. And you, mm. know, you can. Indy, you've you've taken the wasp side again. You've, you've, utter, you've utterly blown my. You, I mean, I how, to eat it, so how, how many, many times? times have you done this? Thank you. Several. Loads of times. In like, as in you've lost count? Yeah. Ah. I I don't I've, I've never grabbed a wasp never, nor, nor I would even, I. I wouldn't even dream of it. No. I, now I, I in my old age I've prided myself on knowing how to get rid of a wasp. Yes. Which which is a a, a the, firm a wafting. deliberate wafting. No flapping. A no. firm deliberate waft, and they to respond. Give it a full, they, they, you they, know what's they, quite good at it? The compressed air that you plug yeah, in. I'll be, I'll bet it is. Yeah. <laughs> Send yeah. it outside. No, I, I, and I learned this from watching a Bulgarian friend of mine. Uh, he's fishing, uh, old, you know, older guy. So you know, a man with experience. And again, in Cyprus, with the the wasp with the fucking dangly downy things, and he would just basically, you know, shoo them away with all confidence, yeah. like a bear would. Yeah. And it worked every time. Whereas me and his girlfriend were behind him, sort of like running around, <laughs> like dodging these things, and they were coming for us. And I, I learned the technique from him. But what you have said no. has. 
I mean, you've, you've blown me out of the water. Because so it's a symbiosis with the wasp. So this is what you're talking about. House, it's like it's your buddy. Well, and you, you see its little he's head. Domin- he's, dom- no, he's, not, he's, not, yeah. he's dominated it. He's, yeah. he's, he's shown dominance. He's broken so it. The thing is that in the house where I grew up, we had net curtains. So when these things try and get to hang the window, on, hang. they get trapped between the net curtain and the glass. So you can actually get to them so, so easily. So how Why long you have you been doing this? To do, yeah. Well, yeah. Is this no, no, wait, wait, wait. But when, no, but when you said grew up, so you were a kid. Since you were a kid, this is mental. What is Lindy? going on here? The wasp whisperer. What the fuck? English wasps are not that bad, and I feel bad <laughs> for them, frankly, because they're hated unreasonably. Since you were a child. Since I was a child. Fuck, man. I mean, like, when yes. I was a child, I, yeah, because when I was a child, I hated spiders. Yeah. Oh, I still hate spiders. I'm not yeah. getting anywhere. Near hey, spiders are on our side. I do not want to get anywhere near them. Bro, you should see the size of some of the spiders in my shed. Oh. To the point where I, as an old man, am no longer afraid of spiders. I'll be there, like, you know, drilling something I see in the corner of my eye. I'm like, well, that one is very nice. <laughs> 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 this is the thing, like, the fear of spiders has to be irrational in England because there's no way they can harm you. Yeah, but they, they can give you a little of, bite. But I think, but I think the argument is the fear of spiders is like, um, uh, what's the word, built in us. Yeah. It's like innate. My, I have a very strong irrational fear of spiders, mm. uh, including small ones. Uh, yeah, but yes. why? What, what's wrong with... All they do is... They what are eight-legged freaks? So weird. Yeah, well, eight, unlike the wasp with its eight, tidy eight, six. Ake yeah. <laughs> yeah. and my son has it with spiders. Well, he went in his playhouse and there were some spiders in it and he sort of won't go back in. Yeah. And I do that thing where I'm going, don't worry. Wise, wise but then in the back of my head, I'm like, yeah, if I'd have found spiders in my play playhouse yeah. when I was a kid, I would no, not have too gone much. back in. I would, I'd have been yeah. like, and that playhouse is done. And he hasn't yeah. even seen arachnophobia. The, um, no, the old, the, yeah, exactly. Which I think must be terrible. It must be terrible, arachnophobia. Surely, because it's no longer brought up ever. Yeah, like when was the last time it was mentioned before when, now? When, when <laughs> we were kids, <laughs> when we were kids in the nineties, it was a really good film. But I imagine yeah. it's probably shit. Probably shit. Yeah. I like The Fly, of course, which is incredible. Which is incredible, and yeah. I've watched multiple times, and yeah, it's still exactly. fucking and amazing. And it's so good, I refuse to watch any sequel or spin-off because yep. what? No, what don't want. Yeah, they're not going to be any good. Although I haven't seen the original, which was like. 15 years No, before. I know. To, I'm the same, to my shame. I've not seen the original, and I probably I definitely should. Although, it could be bad. Uh, like, yeah. I, I, you know, I watched the original B-movie uh, Little Shop of Horrors, upon which the, oh. upon which the fun... <laughs> I thought you'd just come out with an original B-movie. Oh, you like, idiot. <laughs> yeah. Speaking right. of like, the fly, have you watched the yeah. bee? <laughs> they, didn't have, they didn't have animation, so they just dressed up as They did it with bees, just, <laughs> just poking them <laughs> around. Red, yeah. Dead bee. No, I watched the, the, the original Letter B movie, Little Shop of Horrors, upon which the... You know, really fun Cult musical, classic. Yeah. great film. Steve Martin, uh, Rick Moranis, Rick Moranis, yeah, uh, is in, and it's it's just a it's just a B movie. You know, you're yeah. like, yeah. It's... But did it spoil your enjoyment and appreciation of Little Shop of Horrors? No, but uh, but it, it did not add to my appreciation yeah. of enjoyment of Little Shop. Of Horrors. So ultimately, it's kind of a worthwhile exercise. Yeah. Well, like, okay, it, it emboldened the version I liked. Did, did it? Ooh. Okay, well, so maybe it was worth doing then. Yeah. But arguably, would you rather take that hour and a half and spend it would. on something Especially else? Especially because yeah. when I watched it, I thought I was going to get the Rick Moranis uh, version. Oh, you didn't realise it wasn't yeah. the... Uh... Yeah, and then I was like, oh, hey, well, I watched the original. Why not? That'll make me more... I mean, like, I have now learned something, but, but it wasn't fair, really worth it. But the fair bargain is not that you just take that 
one and a half hours back of your life, but you also regain the ignorance of what the previous version was. That's right. Yeah, if you could hit the switch, like in yeah. that Rick and Morty episode, right? <laughs> Where he gets the do-over. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, you're not doing it over. Yeah. God, Rick and Morty's very good. Uh, uh, have you watched... Massive Acid episode. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, is. Is it? it is. the Massive yeah. Acid Yeah, that's the, it's yeah. the, uh, the plot alongside. So the, all of the main plot just becomes a bitchy revenge. Yeah. It's so yeah. funny. It's, it's fantastic. Have you watched oh. the recent series? The most recent series finished just finished, finished it. Episodes. I have yeah. finished it. It's yeah. good. It's good. It's good, I think. It's more I hit think and miss. Good. I think it is good. I think it is good. I think, I think I didn't like this previous There's series as much. There's a lot of reservations in your voice right now. No, no, there, it, there aren't as many. There are a few where you're like, this isn't. Like it, amazing. It's, it's sort of. But less... don't forget, Mr. Nimbus was this yeah, season. Yeah, it's sort of less funny. <laughs> it's sort of less funny. Yeah. Um, and there's that awful one, which is the the, the Captain Planet episode. Oh, that's Miss so Planet. lame. Uh, and the season finale. Bit drawn out. Uh, I didn't think it was great either. I thought. Didn't need to be a two-parter. Didn't need to be a two-parter, and I actually didn't think that the, what's the word, the central concept was that good, actually. Yeah. I thought they sort of ruined something. But anyway, we don't want to ruin it for the listeners. Yeah, Watch yeah, yeah, it, yeah. see what you think. It's better than the series before, is what I think. Okay. I quite like the series before. Yeah, I think it's better than the series before. Mm, I'm not sure. Definitely some stand-up. The Vindicators episode. Oh, that's ages ago, though. No, the Vindicators is like series three. I think that's three. Yeah, and Vindicators, and Vindicators, and Vindicators, sure, but I think and Vindicators so. is incredible. Okay. Yes, Vindicators 3 is absolutely incredible. Okay. Yeah. I think this season still had some episodes that will rank alongside the best oh, ones. Oh, I really, I really enjoyed some but of them. But it's more up and down than just like, fucking hell, every week is amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's more like, oh, I'm probably not going to come back and watch that one. Though. Yeah, no, definitely, for sure. Like, sadly, I probably won't. I did, I sort of rewatched the finale just because I was like, uh, I just want to get my head around some bits oh, and pieces. Oh, right, yeah. But, yeah. But the jokes are not... Yeah, the jokes I, are As opposed good, yeah. to the one with what, that, Lil Ricky Wrap It Up. That's, yeah, that's really good. <laughs> that said, my, the, the caveat... I, I haven't seen that episode, but it sounds good. I will, <laughs> I will say, the caveat to my saying this yeah. is... One of the reasons I absolutely love Rick and Morty is that whenever I'm and still and still, God knows if if you if my Netflix could tell you how many times I've watched something, it must show that I've watched Rick yeah. and Morty in full. I mean, probably so probably dozens of times, and every single time I watch an episode, I find something new. Yeah. Not even joking. Yeah. So my caveat to my saying, oh, I don't know how I feel about this series, is probably that if I rewatched it, I would on, find mm. endless bits that I hadn't found yeah. before. Vat of Acid, I watched it the other day, found yeah. something new. It's, it's was that from this season? It was. Wasn't no, no, no. Vat of Acid. That was, was last season. Was back, yeah. That's I think it's lo- that's one of my favourites of all time. But Mr. Nimbus was this season, which is good. Yeah. He controls police. He controls the police. <laughs> yeah. Um. Um. Time check. Well, how are we it's doing? It's now eight o'clock. Should we? Should we? Little Ricky wrap it up. Little Little, little Ricky wrap it up. We've done. We've done one out of twenty-five. So it feels like let's find some funny bit to finish on, and then we're done. Um, okay, no no pressure, um, yeah, exactly. Some funny. You. So your uh, Caitlin's uh, been away all of one, two, three days, and you quote unquote miss her. Um, yeah. This is going to be a goldmine. It should be hilarious. Um, yeah, I mean, what do you think of the house? Does it look like it looks, uh, like I've been? Kaylin, the house looks absolutely fine, actually. Yeah, no, it does look fine. Yeah, uh, but I think like because before Caitlin, BC, <laughs> you weren't that into plants, were you? Uh, was it? Uh, I, I don't forget. I was a gardener. I I earned money it was gardening. Your was very into plants. Yeah, so it wasn't but Caitlin I didn't. That led you this way. Yeah, it is Caitlin that led me this way. 
I didn't. I didn't have like some of the plants. Since. Caitlin are looking a bit sad. No, shut up. <laughs> uh, it's a change of season. Um, I didn't used to have house plants really. Right. I, I, so in outdoor that way, Caitlin stuff. Caitlin has left her stamp on this house because it's yeah. like a lovely bit of a bit, bit of an oasis. Yeah, there's quite a lot of plants. It's true. I mean, there's a shitload of plants. Who's there, there is a shitload of plants. Yeah, bruv. It's a bit like when you actually stop and look as well. You're like, well, the oh, annoying thing is as well is because Caitlin doesn't really know how to look after them, so I am actually in charge of looking after all of them. That and I've slander, slander committed to a record. Yeah, yeah. Let's see if she has any complaints. Yeah. I doubt it somehow. Wow, okay. wow. It's a, you know, she looks after the don't, ones don't in our bedroom that, a bit. A don't bit. take that. Tweet, Caitlin. Tweet, tweet your revenge. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You don't have house plants of yours, do you? You've uh, got them. We have a stunningly, stunningly small amount because Pasca and I are fucking awful at keeping them alive. Mm. We, uh, for 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 the listeners, we bought a house and we bought a house uh, that the the previous owner had done a marvelous, marvelous job on the garden. And yeah. in the not even a year that we have got it, it has become an overgrown wild land that we know nothing <laughs> about how to control. <laughs> To control, but at least the plants are growing. Well. Yeah, the ones in the house. The ones in the house. We've got a mint plant that lives above the sink. All we have to do, in theory, is give it some water. Every yes, time you're doing the washing up, do. it's dead. It's dead. It's dead. Mint is one of the most hardy. It's dead. It's dead. <laughs> it's dead. We didn't give it attention. We didn't nurture it. It's dead. One of my friends apparently, it, I was I was over there and it's like, Where, where's your monstera? It's a, no, I killed it. The monstera's dead. Monstera's just dead. It's such a survivor. Bulletproof. Yeah. That and the pothos, I don't think it's possible to kill. Also, I killed it is far more ominous than it died. Yeah. It's like, I killed it. He acknowledged, he acknowledged his neglect and enjoyed it. Yeah. yeah. It was premeditated. Yeah. I came in one day with the scissors. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I don't know. Could, I, think, I feel like it was a guilt-ridden I killed it. Like, it's not your fault, Adam. Not your, I mean, we know it is. We, we know it is, yeah. yeah. We're trying to ease, ease him through it, but he's got... Adam, if you ever listen to this, just know I don't forgive you. Other people <laughs> might, but I don't. Well, also, I don't forgive him. It's not, it's not that kind of friendship. Chris, do you forgive Adam? Adam whom? Don't Adam know. whom? Oh, it's not right. Adam, Adam the who? plant killer. You know, Adam the plant killer. Yeah. I... Well, Chris, I sympathise. a lot of sympathy. I sympathise. Oh, it's a, it's a yeah. real Julius Caesar with the hovering thumb yeah, bit. It's like, no, what will he do? I sympathise with Adam's plight, and oh. I imagine that it was... Uh, it was. Look, some people aren't, aren't for aren't plants. Yeah. Some people are destined for bigger things. Adam and I are they. Were you weighing up whether you'd get more benefit from solidarity or from shifting throwing Adam to the wolves and kind of yeah. in with us no like, offence to Rob, no offence to it. Rob's listening audience but my <laughs> I, I, my standing amongst them is, is not a primary concern uh, I was just trying to consider whether I would denounce Adam and wow. I, I can't I thought you'd for sure just throw him to the wolves yeah. but you know what good for you thank you man yeah. I'm, I, I'm true to myself Chris is a Chris is a notoriously good man ah yeah uh, apart from when it comes to mint yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure he feels guilt about it oh <laughs> That's a more complex yeah. emotion than guilt. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the show. If you've enjoyed it, please give us five stars and consider becoming a subscriber and maybe even supporting us on Patreon. Really, really, really helps me continue making this show. Uh, if you haven't enjoyed it, then you can fuck off. Many, many thanks to Nils Hennis-Steer for the amazing music and to Dave Fox for the cool artwork. Please keep coming back every week for more Bliss of the Abyss.
message. Message one. 